Hello, and thank you for joining us uh, this evening for the podcast of Stav, Abby, and Matt. Everyone got their cognacs ready? Oh, it's <gasps> that kind of day. Oh, yes. I like that. This is a, this is a cigar That's kind of podcast, classy. I think, this one. I like scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. I love, in a, my good, belly. I love a good scotch. You know what I'm disappointed about? At your house, you have a really nice bottle of scotch on your drinks table, Monkey and boy. I know that you're not going to let me have any of Monkey it when I come boy. over. No, but you can have it's the one funny. in the cupboard. Mm. What's that, though? I don't know. I've got other scotches, but that one's one that I've been saving up duty-free. The one you know, the... Yeah. When I go through duty-free, I choose bottles that look good to yeah. put out on display. Well, I know that's a, it's a decoration scotch. It's not yes. a drinking scotch. Yes. But can't we drink it and then fill it up with tea? No one would know. No, because I know, because that's what I did to every single one of my parents. In fact, if I called my mum now, if I called my mum now and said, hey, go to your liquor cabinet, (laughs) Mm. of course I'd do it with the vodka because I drank it. You filled it with tea? Oh, no, no, no. Um, I think they think that there's still alcohol in there. Right. It's not. I was stupid as a teenager because I would take half of it and then fill it up with tea. And then I think I was real clever. And next party, take another half and fill it up with tea. You idiot. I was watering down my own shit. <laughs> what a moron. Yes. What a moron. And then I get every party was like, why am I not getting drunk? Oh, I've fleeced myself. But I feel what? like I've got a lot of antioxidants yes. going through my body. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. Anyway. This is, this is Cognac and a Scotch podcast. Enjoy. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Although I am going to talk about something which makes it seem like my husband's under the thumb and something that I kind of want to introduce for us as well. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's not the best sell, was it? (laughs) Just got to go to the commercials. We'll be right back after this. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's busy these days, especially, you know, with work and, and, and jobs and kids. That's the same thing. But I just think everyone is just really busy and sometimes you forget about partnerships, right? Mm-hmm. And my husband and I started doing this a couple of years ago where we'll write down sort of our plans for the next year. Like go- goals? and Kind of like, because I love, you know, I'm goal orientated. Oh, I love lists. Love I love list. goals. And I think it's, I got it from my dad. My dad used to write down what he achieved that day and anything he didn't do, he'd put on the next to-do list and cross oh, it off. Mm. So you always had to have goals and yeah. to-do list. I like writing a to-do list and then writing stuff on there I've already done just so I can <laughs> cross it, it off. That's fabulous. I always say to any girl that's on like maternity leave and you just struggle, I'm like, honestly, say unpack the dishwasher, then say shut the dishwasher drawer. Like, so yeah. you can tick it and you feel good about yourself. Mm. Do that. It's great. But we do it in a form of like a contract. So your aims for that year and then we both have to sign it. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, I mean it's more like me and he goes along with it. <laughs> so you give him the page to sign and go, don't, don't read don't that. Do that. Don't read these over here. They're not important. Just how sign he, this. No, how we'll, does he sign tied to the chair? No, we'll have a chat about what we want to do. No, it's, it's actually both ways. So mm. we'll have a chat about what we sort of want to do, like yeah. our goals and aims for that year. And then we'll both sign it. And there's some points that I'll add. And he's like, I'm not signing that. Are you, oh, are, right, okay. are you Anastasia and Mr. Gray? <laughs> That's on there. Right. Um, oh, that'd have to be on there. You've got to, you've got to know what you're getting, what your annual salary is. It's things like we're trying to work out with the house because we're still renovation, renovating. So we've got on there that it needs to be finished by April next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, these are, these are all non-negotiable? Well, sometimes you have to update it. Like at the end of the year, we look back, we don't achieve it all, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course you have to negotiate it is. So he was like, no, I wanted to do March. He's like, that's too early. So we've got April. So signed there. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got Abby to delete eBay app and account. Good luck with that one. 
Really? Yep. Are you actually going to do it? I have to. It's on the contract. Oh. I don't think this is legally binding. It by is the legally way. binding, by the way. Yeah. I love. Oh, you've got. I'm doing one. I'm, oh, I'm so in you already. It was just one sided, didn't I, you? I, I'm honestly, making Scott do all these things. I thought it was just jobs for Scotty. No, so I have to do that and stop my spending. Scott signed on to be our son's AFL coach, mm-hmm. so that he can't go. Oh, I don't really want to do that anymore because he's already signed that. Yeah. Um, special sexy times, mm-hmm. like minimum <laughs> per week. What's the what? mean? I've got two. Oh, that's no, reasonable. That's not. That's reasonable. Minimum. It's minimum. That's what it is. Like, it's in Sp- minimum. Sometimes too much of that, you're not getting that house in April. No, like, exactly. That'll take up too much time. Yeah. You've got to balance it out. Um, yeah. The books have to be read to the kids each night before bed because you know, sometimes you just get, oh, God, we're too tired. Can you guys just go to bed? They might watch TV a little bit later. Yeah. So we've got that on there. And the first Friday of every month, we have to have a date. And this is what I say to him. He's like, no, but that goes against our spending. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. A date could be like, hey, babe, do you want to go for a walk together? That's a date. Mm. Uh-huh. It's just suggesting to do things. Hey, babe, do you want to read a book to the kids together? <laughs> tick, tick, <laughs> tick. <laughs> what's it, yeah, that's what's, true. What's it like being in a marriage consisting of Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> no, it's good. It, it really works for us. I but think I I'm into maybe it. Maybe we should do it for us here too. Oh, we're, like we have a... a, yeah. like a a thruple a contract. A work relationship contract. Like we Ooh. go out for, for lunch once a month together. Mm-hmm. Look at the gleam in your eye. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what we, so do we, do we want to do it now or should we go away and have a think about the things that we want? Yeah. Have a think about it and then come back. What's our minimum sexy so my... time? <laughs> <laughs> I've got needs. So two, two's not going to be enough to me. Well, you bring with what you, what okay. you want. Mm-hmm. So maybe it will be, you don't want me to complain about the aircon anymore. Oh, that is definitely going on there. Okay, I shouldn't suggest That's things. in there? I yes. shouldn't suggest things. What else do you think we may want? <laughs> <laughs> you tell what, us. You tell us what, what you, you think, think we may we want. want. Aircon? <laughs> oh, I've got one. Yeah. Okay. I would like to start every day. Okay, every time you complain about us, you have to follow it up. With something a nice, a compliment mm. as well. Okay. I've got one for you, Maddie. You have to stop pitching your favourite game at every meeting. Yes. We're not going to play that. <laughs> we can't no, play it. There's well, no more no, no, finger game. We can't do that it's, for everything. It's, it's, uh, you, <laughs> you can't even talk about that on air. That's, a, that's an off-air conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people should do this in their relationship. Okay. It's I like good. This. I'm going to do one with my wife as well. And yeah. we'll do it. Let's tomorrow. Because it's, even, it's not just one person that I don't want you to do this. It's, you suggest it as well, and it can be positive. This time tomorrow, we all bring in our wants. Okay. Okay, and we draw it up live on the air. Like a contract. All right? There we go. And we have to sign it. Yes. All right? It's binding. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Abby Jane Coleman. Yes. You have a penchant. You have a, um, a, f- a fascination. Yes. With big things. The big things? The big things. I love the big things. You love the big things. Yes, I do. I haven't met many people who haven't loved a big thing. Really? Yeah. I'm not a fan. Why? It's because you haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to answer that for you. You haven't experienced them like I I've experienced them. I haven't experienced the big no, things. No, like you have That's quite possibly true. I reckon he has. Once you experience them and get a photo with them. Are you going to get a photo? Yes. Okay. Um, there's a new one coming, and I'm talking about... <laughs> Big uh, tourist attractions. The big pineapple. The big prawn. The big oh, the big prawn's good. Mm-hmm. Where is that? That's in Coffs Harbour, isn't it? The prawn. Uh, oh, which one's the one? No, nah, the, the bananas in Coffs Harbour. Bananas good. There's the, one in South Australia. The prawn which got is the moved prawn to a Bunnings uh, car park, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the big good. mango. 
Yes, remember that one missing for a promotion? Nambor's where the pineapple is. But now there's a new one coming, hopefully. And I think it could be your favourite of all time. Because there is a petition on their Facebook page right now to get a big tin of Milo. You've got to be made of Milo. The big Milo tin. Huge big Milo tin. And at least you'll know it'll be waterproof because that stuff does not dissolve in water. It does. It it's, 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 it's a it food. Doesn't. It's not supposed to dissolve in it's water. It's supposed to make no, chocolate it's not. milk. No, it's not. It doesn't it's not say that on the, the packet. Um, the best part is scooping it off the top and then adding in an extra scoop. Yes. Anyway, that's what, you, you know. You can never add too many scoops. I don't know how I feel about this because the big Why? things are supposed to be all natural things, really. Like you look at the pineapple, the mango, the banana, the prawn. It's made of cocoa. That's a plant at one point. Yeah, it seems a little bit like salesy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, don't, you don't think the, the, the bloody farmers up in North Queensland don't love the big banana? No, you know, they the do, big pineapple like, is outside the pineapple yeah, farms. Yeah, I know, but oh, yeah. it's just I went there as a kid and I got a photo and mm. you got the cheap pineapples and they were great and they tell you how to pick the ultimate pineapple when the leaves just come off nicely. But with the Milo tin, that's very salesy. That's advertising. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're all... Yeah, they're not. They are. No, well, they're tourist attractions. I went to the big rocking horse. The rocking horse is good as well. That's not natural? No. Mm. That one is for the, yeah. I was out the front of Toy World. Yes. Um, <laughs> nah, that was, yeah, we're promoting What do you think fun. about it? Like, where does it stop? Well, like, where do you have a big iPhone? Everyone goes, oh, I remember when I got my first iPhone. I don't think you can do the big syringe. If no. we got to the big syringe, that's where you'd be like, guys, too far. What for? What would that be for? I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying. When she huh. said, how, well, how far is too far? Mm. That would be, I think, the point at which we need That'd to be too far. reel it in. Where are they going to have it? In Outside a town called Milo. Oh, that's... You've got to be made of Milo. That's pretty good. <laughs> just out of curiosity, you know that little town, Isis? Yeah. What would their big thing be? <laughs> It's here in Queensland. Is there a town called Isis? There is. It's, yeah. Really? Yeah, you drive through it on the way to from Gladstone where I grew up to, to Brisbane. You've got to drive through it. How many stupid, <laughs> how many stupid wannabe terrorists have rocked up there? I, Go on. Hey. This is not what I expected, but okay. <laughs> not sure. But that is an unfortunate town who cannot have a big thing. No. No. No, they can't. Uh, but you've got to go to their Facebook page and um, sign a petition and maybe get the big Milo tin. I want to know if you get in at the top. Like, you have to peel back the foil and get in at the top, like a Milo silo. 100%. You reckon? Yeah. You need the whole town to get there with their teeth, though, to get it off. That's impossible. And then it gets in the filling. Rip your little ring off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to cut this one out, I think, this time. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, uh, we're going to play Alpha Bucks on the 30th of November, which is tomorrow. We play every day, but we're not sure what day you listen to this podcast. Here are the two letters to help you out with uh, Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Your letters for tomorrow are J for Jason and S for Stephen. Jason and Stephen. Jason and Stephen. Okay, uh, Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Don't forget at 7.30, at 6.30 and 7.30, we'll give you answers to help you out too. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You know that I ask people to send in if they've got a dilemma um, about something to Dear Abby, but I'm going to do the reverse this time. And you actually can. You can send me an, an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. But I'm doing reverse and I need people's advice on this one, okay? All right, here we go. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Well, honestly, a little bit nervous by this and I don't know what to do. 
Honestly, I'm not even... Sw- I'm so this 50, is a Dear 50. Abby from Abby. From me. And I would like to know from people on what I should do, 13, 10, 60. Yeah, read out the email. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been quite honest and open with having serious eating disorders in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, very, very serious ones that I started when I was probably around about 16 or 17 and did continue for many, many years. And I had to go to professional um, help. Mm-hmm. I had to go to many, many therapists to be able to get over it. And I do encourage anyone out there that thinks they can get it over it themselves, please go and see someone. You really do. But I'm sensitive to other people going through those issues. Mm-hmm. And if I find that anyone's being open and honest with me, then I will keep in contact with them to find out how they're progressing. You're always on Facebook having messages with people, aren't yeah. you? And some people have eating disorders and you're not aware of them because they can go through their everyday life without having any outcome from it, whether it's bulimic or any sort of different over-exercising. But anorexia is one that people are very aware of because you can see it. You can see it, yeah. I've go to the, I go to the gym quite early in the morning and there is a girl there who's anorexic and she trains like a demon and I've tried to make contact with her, just eye contact with her. Mm-hmm. And my heart breaks so much because I see how much she's punishing herself. Mm. And I don't know any backstory about her. So I've, I've wanted to sort of reach out to her, but I equally know that it's none of my business. Until another girl at the gym came up to me, who I have known previously, and said, hey, have you ever thought about saying anything to her? I was like, I have. And I just felt... Oh, just I feel really confused because if I don't say anything, mm. a month goes <clears throat> and something happens, mm. I'll always go, could have I not reached out to her? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, am I supposed to work up, walk up to people that are smoking on the street at Smoker's Corner saying, hey, you're killing yourself? Like I'm still a stranger uh. and her life is her life and it's none of my business. So I'm in to- total equal minds about what I should do, whether I should confront her or not. What's the worst thing that can happen if you do? I guess we'll make it awkward, and that's fine. That's not too And what's the worst thing that can happen if you don't? But I feel like don't? I might affect her more, and mm. I think that's what I'm scared of. What are the chances that, like, you know how the Veronicas get it all the time, that they're so skinny no, and no, they're No, 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 no. I've seen... No, no, I know the difference between it. This is, yeah, no, this there's is, no chance she's just a is, very skinny not, lady. This is not a naturally thing. This is okay. far past my point of it. Mm-hmm. And I and I know that I seem like a little bit stupid, but the kids couldn't sleep the other day, so I went at a random 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, and okay. she's there. Mm. So, do you think maybe she's um, like? Do you have to think about the fact that her family may have already said it to of her? Course. Or? But then I go, am I not in a better situation to be able yeah. to talk to her about it? Because I understand, like, it's all too consuming. Mm. Like when you've got in the grips of an eating disorder, you become, I'm going to say, quite selfish as well because you just care about what's going on with you. And I've just even noticed if I start jogging on the treadmill, she'll go even faster. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. So I'll stop and look at my phone and be like, hey, take a break. So you can't, and you can't go up to a fat person and say to them, of I can't. you know, in, in a fast food restaurant and go, you actually shouldn't be eating that because that's killing you. Mm. That would yeah. be, people would, if we did a phone topic on that today, it yes. would be a complete flat out no. Of course. But this, is this different to that? I, because I know that what I, I know her level, mm. just physically, mm. um, she won't be able to continue like this. Mm. You know? It's on Abby's heart at the moment. What does she do? There's a chance you're going to see her tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow morning? Yeah. Um, what should she do? It's next here at Hit 105. 
Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through a dilemma of myself at the moment. I don't... I honestly don't know what to do because there is someone that I'm concerned about that um, it has uh, she's anorexic mm-hmm. and I don't know whether I, as someone who has um, been in that situation, should talk to her about it or whether, because it is a stranger, whether I mind my own business. Because I don't know if it's arrogant for me to presume that I could do any good. It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. Because if you and don't say something and something bad happens... Then I don't know if I would ever forgive myself. And if someone had anxiety or depression, I'd reach out to them as well. Mm-hmm. And you kind of mm-hmm. go, your help can only be refused. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Well, 131060, uh, phones are open for your thoughts. Vicky and Hillcrest, what do you think? Um, so I've actually been on the polar opposite side from one end to the other. Yeah. Um, I've had an eating disorder where I was actually... Uh, for lack of a better word, a food addict. Uh-huh. Um, I got to about 150 kilos and had to have surgery then to lose the weight and I lost yeah. 76 kilos. Wow. Um, I then gained 10 kilos and have only come out probably about three weeks ago that I have been bulimic for about six months. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and the reason being because I was so terrified of being huge again. Yeah, putting mm. on weight, yeah. And I can tell you that there was one person in my life that I wasn't overly close to. They were a friend, but they weren't, you know, someone who I would go to for advice or anything. And they did reach out to me um, and they said, look, I've noticed a few things um, and I I think that it's something that you need to get some help with um, and things. And at first, it was confronting. I was angry. I was like, excuse me, how dare you talk to me Because you don't want anyone to know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and yeah. the, and the funny thing is, I would never usually say anything like this, especially not on radio. Mm. But the one thing I've noticed is, the more that you tell someone about it, the more people you tell about it, it's not a secret anymore. Therefore, yeah. it's not something that you can continue doing. And you it have to deal helps. with it. Yeah. Right, thanks for yeah, your call, no, that's Vicky. Interesting point and good luck. We've got someone who wants to remain anonymous. What do you think? Um, so, firstly, I just want to say you guys are amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. And I think Abby for bringing this forward, it's going to make it so much more that people speak out. So um, I was actually in the exact same situation as a girl at the gym uh, many years ago. Um, I was 18 years old, living by myself, uh, working uni and a cheerleader for a very predominant football team mm-hmm. that we yeah. shouldn't mention. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> yeah. I know, they're awesome. Um, but <laughs> I, with that, I went, so yeah, 18 and I weighed 41 kilos. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea that there was anything wrong with me. It was all totally in my head that I had the image that I was perfect, um, skin and bones sticking out. Mm-hmm. Like I look back at photos back then and I just shudder as to how bad it was. And it wasn't until um, just, again, someone similar that would always happen to be at the gym at the same time as me. We'd do the same classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until she just set it up, just a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you going? I noticed we always go to at the same time, I'm wondering if we could be workout buddies. Um, and at first I just shrugged it off and just dismissed it. But it wasn't until she kept being a little persistent that we started being gym buddies and becoming friends. And she was the one that turned around and said, look, I've kind of noticed this for a, a while, but I'm really concerned about 
how you perceive yourself. She never mentioned, I think you're underweight, I think you have an eating disorder. It was more about... I'm concerned how you perceive yourself. Yeah. yeah, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be thinking like this if I wasn't concerned. No, of course not. Uh, I think mm. she, I think um, she's right there though. The wording of it, oh, you know, is, is going to be a big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, and I think that's well, like I always say, when anyone's got an eating disorder or a drug abuse and stuff like that, you need to become educated before you'd be able to address someone about yeah. it. We have got Michelle in Redlands. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, morning, guy. Morning. morning. Um, listen, I'm I'm a little bit on the other side and I think that it's a case that it, it may not be your business and that you mm. might just need to bite your tongue and mind your business in this one. Mm. Um, more so because, as you said, you don't know a backstory. Mm. Her backstory could be that she's already seeking some sort of help and assistance. Um, her family could already be very aware of it. The gym might be her outlet and her one last thing where she hasn't exactly adapted to the fact that she needs to pull back yet. Yeah. Um, you know, like, as you said before, you don't know. Um, I think it's savvy that you are aware of it, obviously, from what you've been through, education. And if you want to help Abby, be proactive and get out there and talk to girls that um, need to, because it's not just an eating disorder and what you do or don't put in your body. It's no, of course, the it's a mentality behind yeah, 100%. it. It's so I think yeah. it's a case that you need to get out there and just basically change you know, and, and this is, it's, I'm not a woman crusader or a man crusader, but it's what you see on Insta, on yeah. Snapchat, on, you know, all these filters that they put on phones and everything to make you look beautiful and and, and bulimic and skinny and, mm. you know, yeah. flawless. There's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, good point, Michelle. Uh, and our last call for this morning, Cindy, good morning. Good morning. What do you think about it? Should um, I say anything? I wouldn't say it directly to her. Um, I would be approaching the gym itself because oh, yeah. they are the people that are taking her money to create a healthy environment for her mm. and ultimately they are helping her to kill herself. Um, I've come from a background of anorexia. I've watched girls put tubes down their throats and stuff like that just to be able to eat coming back from it mm. um, and stuff like that. Mm. And at the end of the day, those people do hold some responsibility and accountability for what she's doing. Unless she has medical clearance, she shouldn't be there. Yeah. That's a good, good point. point. It's well. hard though. Then you look at the guys that are just wanting to get big and big and big. Who stops them? Yeah, that's a Do good point too. you know what I mean? Too. Like yeah. anorexia is not just for, for females. There's a lot of guys as well in that's opposite true. terms. Um, mm. A lot of guys that just want to get well, larger. If you take all of the calls that we received um, and if, if this was a what, what do you do, people, <clears throat> excuse me, people are saying that you should approach her. Mm. You should say something. Befriend. Befriend. <laughs> I think that's the smart Befriend. way. I yeah. think you need I to just so engage yeah, yeah. with her first, mm. not just drop the bomb straight away. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Ho, ho, ho. Hello everyone, Santa here and this is my hotline. Ho, ho. I've always wanted one of those. Yes, Christmas is fast approaching and if you're doing the uh, the parental, hey, behave yourself, otherwise Santa is not going to bring you presents. It's also a sweet time and kids want stuff and you go, no, 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 present ban until Christmas. Mm, no one's true. allowed stuff until Christmas. That's how this works. Mm, yeah, yes. it's true. Uh, but uh, Santa was lucky enough or nice enough to give us his phone number so that you can leave a message with Santa if your kids are acting up. And it's very interesting, isn't it, Maddie? Because um, he also gave you access to the message banks and you can see the times that people are calling. Yes. Dinner time, bath time, and bedtime seem to be the witching hours. Yeah. 
coming home from school, yeah. oh, it gets pretty yes. busy then too. You know, yeah. from three o'clock to about eight thirty, the hotline yes. is going off. You Let's get just say so that. excited to get them from school at three o'clock, and then you go, "I'm going to make that phone call at mm-hmm. five minutes past three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Santa has sent us his latest batch from the uh, the voicemail, and here are the people who are currently on the naughty list. <laughs> Thanks for calling Santa's hotline. <laughs> Hello, Santa. I just wanted to let you know that Jackson and Savannah Jones are being very naughty today. They said they were sick this morning, so they couldn't go to school, and now they're running around in the yard and being very naughty for their mum. Hey, Santa, how you going? Look, we had a little problem today. Santa will put some glue on the carpet. But it doesn't, doesn't mean you should not bring a present. We're going to see how he's going to act next few days. I'm sure he's going to be better. But, mate, if he does glue on the carpet again, I'm going to give you a ring and make sure that he doesn't bring presents. Hello, I have a little boy called Roy, and I think he might be on the naughty list today. He is blowing raspberries when he is meant to be having a rest. I don't think that's a very good idea. But do you think, Santa, can you call me back? Should I leave a message for Santa telling us how naughty you girls have been arguing with each other and being looking very nice? Why not? He has a naughtiness, a naughtiness, and a nice list. You both know better. Then is not going to appreciate this. Hello, Santa. I've got a very naughty little girl here, and I just want to tell you how naughty she's been. Violet. Hi, Santa. I've got a very naughty little girl here. Her name's Shalisa. She won't do her jobs. She keeps saying no to mummy and daddy. I think that she should be on the naughty list. Do you have anything to say to Santa, Shalisa? Are you going to be a good girl? Okay, thank you, Santa. Bye. Hi, Santa. Dad here. The other day, my son was having a conversation with me about money, and I told him that in order to get money, he has to work for it and earn it. I catch him picking up little pieces of uh, her dog poo and covering them with sprinkles and trying to sell them to the neighbours at $2 each as chocolate drops. Please give me some advice. (laughs) My mum is naughty, did you know? My mum says swear words and she drinks. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Santa. Oh, my gosh. What I want for Christmas is mum to stop so she doesn't get her rod in teeth. <laughs> and Lily needs to wash her bum. No, I don't. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We all agree, times have changed. It's not the, not the way it used to be when we were kids. And I think we just need Hang to... Hang on a second, I need to close my eyes. I feel like it's granddad. No, no, I just think, you know, things are different. We were young, we used to just play out in the streets or whatever. Yeah. Now you can't let kids do that. I'm just saying, times, times are changing. Times are getting very different indeed. So I think we need to abolish and get rid of it, the idea of a shared plate. Because it doesn't work in today's society. When it has, bring a plate to share oh, okay. at a party, 
it no longer works because I used to love it at school when you'd all bring a plate and I used to eat junk food because my mum never used to do it. And I used to be the person that brought carrot sticks and celery sticks with a hummus dip and no one used to eat them. Mm. And it was a shame on me. <laughs> See, my mum always forgot, so I'd roll in with a packet of wagon wheels under oh, my arm and just you, plonk them down in the middle of the table. You would have been the, the great guy. Everyone would have went like, oh, yeah. you can't do that these days because it comes out saying that you're not allowed to have... Junk food, like it has to be a healthy option. Mm. So I was like, well, that's fine. So you can do fruit. Some kids are allergic to fruit. So fruit's off. Can you be allergic to fruit? Yeah, you can. Yep. And then you're not allowed to do for allergies, which I understand. Allergies for peanuts and seeds or any sort of crustacean products. Yeah. So I understand that. It's like when every food says may contain traces of nuts. Yeah. Yeah. This is a chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's just legal. They're covering themselves. Yeah, I know. You know? They have to, yeah. yeah, and uh. they're serious allergies, so I do understand that. But I know, don't remember at school because I used to go to school with peanut butter. Mm. But now can't you do can't that. do that. No. no, now it's like you're going with a lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. But then I'm can't like, can't even what? get on a plane with a tub of peanut butter these days. No, well, it's gone crazy. I've, you know, my obsession with peanut butter. I got to eat that at home in a little corner in a, a hazmat suit. Yes, <laughs> but then I can't bring. <laughs> Cake as well. If you bring cake, you got to bring the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the packet. Or you got to bring the packet. Mm. So I kind of go. I don't really like cooking that much. So I'm like, what do you bring for a shared plate these days? For kindy and for school. You know what you do? You take a pl- you just take a plate with glad wrap over it and nothing in it. And, and say, take a breath. Use your imagination, <laughs> kids. This is whatever you want it to be. It's harm free, gluten free, fat free, sugar free. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Taste free. <laughs> there you go. Calorie free. Not true. You, if you've got a good imagination, it might taste like something. Yeah. Maybe maybe when you bake, you bake a cake mm. and then open the oven and trap all the air. Because, you know, like you get that waft yeah. of smell. Yeah. And, and trap just put that, that in. Yeah. And just yeah. go smell it, kids. Kids have got to toughen up, though. Kids but now I'm, back up. To, now I'm back to, like, carrot sticks and celery. And you now and I'm going to be, no one's going to eat it. Yeah. What, what? I saw on the internet there was a kid in America who, uh, Reese's Pieces, the little butter, peanut butter cups. Beautiful. Yeah. And he was like, I'm. Screw it. I want to taste one. I want oh, to taste allergic. one. Yeah. So he stabbed himself with his EpiPen, ate the uh, Reese's Pieces and said, call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore. Didn't even like it. Was he okay? I uh, didn't read the rest of the Oh, so, okay. Well, I'm I sure. want to take back that giggle then. I'm sure he is. They wouldn't report it if it was... It's not true. Oh, yeah, you're right. The news don't report on stories like that if it doesn't have a happy ending. He wants to bring stuff down with facts. He's fine. So be careful of allergies, people. Yes. Take them seriously. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The richer get richer and the poorer get poorer. It wasn't so obvious 10 years ago, but now it is becoming very obvious. Now, uh, this show was always going to cause, I think, a bit of public outrage, big discussion, Struggle Street on SBS. Yeah, because it was last season. Where was the last season filmed? Mount Druitt, I believe. Mount Druitt, that's right. Western Sydney. Yeah, Druid. and now it is in Anala. That is one of the places, yeah. They're still doing a little bit in Sydney, um, and Anala now is being featured here in Brisbane. Uh, last night on there, there was a story of a woman named Norma, um, an Aboriginal woman, mm-hmm. who um, they showed her in this season being evicted from her home by police. Uh, the reason she was evicted, though, is because her daughter lives with her, and uh, she had a drug conviction. So therefore, um, I think with you know public housing and all that kind of stuff, they decided that um, they're no longer allowed to live there. This is the moment that it actually happened on the TV last night. I touch me. This is what they do to First Nation people. They want to remove me from my home, and this is what it takes. I'm a single black woman. 
I've done no wrong. The official reason given for Norma's eviction is daughter Keisha's recent drug conviction. It's uncomfortable. So the housing department, um, a government house, yeah. they've been kicked out of. So where do they go? Not their problem, I guess, is what they're thinking. Mm. But you watch things like this, right? If you read the story of this lady, Norma, back in 2006, she's had some terrible things happen to her. Mm. Her young children uh, were hit by a train and died. Really? Yep. Young yeah. boys, um, eight and ten. So it's not like, you know, people watch this show and they go and be judgmental yeah. and say, oh, well, you know, drugs and whatever, the government's paying for their house and stuff. But th- this is a woman who has dealt with some pretty tough things yeah. and it's not like her life's been easy no, to this and it's, point. No, and it's a show where there's, I mean, I always think if you were to put the show on another network, mm. it would be like, oh, it's sensationalising, it's just for entertainment. Mm. But because yeah. it's on the SBS, people go, oh, no, it's just a, it's insight into Cultural. the world of other people. Yeah. But they are doing it, I guess... I, they I call it uncom- poverty porn, is what people yeah, call it. Yeah, I find it. it really uncomfortable to watch because you're standing by seeing a lady invicted, but they don't even offer to help. <laughs> yes. In fact, but that's what they want. They want yeah. to see her at her lowest. Well, yeah. but, but the, I mean, it's no, a true representation also, yeah, of it's, some people. This is happening, yeah. and they're just showing what's actually happening out there. Yeah, and, yeah, and at the same time, we wouldn't, all, we wouldn't see it. Yeah. The, the thing with it is, though, is I, I live in Oxley, mm. and my son plays basketball out that way. Forest Lake, and uh, he's got a lot of kids who are on his team who live in Inala, um, and I'll do pickups and drop-offs to basketball training and stuff. I don't believe that all of Inala is like this. No, you love the food there. I did. I did say that they do some fabulous food. Oh, their barmy rolls are amazing. Yes. No, of course, but, of course, it's not, and that's that's what's hard. You know, there's a lot of people that I guess live in the housing commission mm. areas, and there's a lot of people that have purchased house there and are trying to. To I don't know to to make good. It's it's a lower socioeconomic area though. Yeah. It definitely is, mm. but also too that makes houses more affordable. Yeah, mm. you know. So and and I think we will find that it is one of those suburbs that in twenty or thirty years, God forbid, we're still allowed to be on the radio. Then the up and coming suburb. Yeah, we'll be talking about how amazing the house prices are mm. there. But on thirteen ten sixty, we wanted to open the phones this morning. Do you live in Anala? Are you an Anala um, resident? What is it actually like from you? Someone who's there day in, day out, um, and not just with the cameras. Graham Quirk is going to be really annoyed, by the way, because he uh, tried to ban them. Yeah. Mm. And he was encouraging people, dob them in, dob them in. Mm. Yeah, but then they're like, well, we're going to film in the house, so we only have to get their permission. I presume they get paid for it. Yeah, they'd have to. They'd have to. We yeah. do have on 131060 someone who wants to remain anonymous. Morning. Morning. So you grew up there? Yeah, so I grew up around this area, and I, like, know the family, like, pretty well, because I grew up with her daughters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's just a pretty sad, like, I don't know, it's just, like, she's gone through a lot. Like, I knew the kids that got hit by the train. Mm. Yeah. They always hung around, like, near us. We grew up, like, together near them. So, it's really sad. She went through a hard time. I mean, a lot of people go through drug addiction. It's not really... To, you know. No, no, no. It's it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to watch as well. Do you think that they are, I guess, sensationalising it just for the TV? Um, oh. Not really. Sorry, I get really emotional. Yeah, of course. Do you do you feel like because you grew up in Anala, you were judged like this by other people? Well, I didn't grow up in Anala exactly, but I was always um, around Anala, so I grew up with the people in Anala, but. Right. 
I mean, it's not the worst place in the world mm. to go there. And I mean, some kids give it a bad name, but it's really not a bad place. I mean, you don't you don't go there and someone's gonna jump out at you. You know, it's really not a bad place. Yeah. What do you What do you think about them doing the show then? This family being a part of the show. I just think they want to give a bad name to some places and create a TV sensation. You know, some yeah. people just like to watch that sort of stuff, but. I mean, if you grow up in the place and you know about it, just really slack the name they put on places. Mm, yeah. Well, um, we know you know Norma pretty well, so if you are speaking to her, let her know that we're uh, we're backing her. Yeah. Well, I don't um, speak to her, but I have grown up with her yeah. kids, yeah. so I mean, I do know her personally. And I knew, I knew, so I just don't really want anyone to think bad of her or mm. her family. They're really good people. We've got Dana. What do you think about it? Hi, um, well, I grew up in Anala. I grew up in Dillon went to school on Lower Keach Street. I now currently work at the Civic Centre. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not that bad a place. Don't get me wrong, there's obviously substance and alcohol abuse in the place. It's quite obvious. But the family culture between people that like grew up there is amazing. Like They really look out for each other. Mm. Do you find it unfair that they're filming there? I think it's ridiculous. I think just let them be. They've been doing their life their way for a while now. Like Anala's always been the way it has been, and there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. I've lived in New Farm. Mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of smackheads walking through there in the middle of the day as well. Yeah. Mm. And it's expensive to live there. I grew up in Housing Commission in Glasgow, which makes Anala look like a paradise. <laughs> <laughs> no word of a lie. You haven't lived in Anala, have you? No, I lived in Woodridge, which yeah. was kind of the South Sides version, um, yeah. which was back in those days. It's a lot better now, but it was pretty rough back in those days. My mum refused to take me to the school there. She would keep me in Greenslopes. We'd drive from Woodridge to Greenslopes every morning because she yeah, wanted right. me to go to Woodridge right. Primary. Uh, Alicia, you're on this morning. Um, you used to live in Anala? Yeah, I used to live in Anala. I grew up there. I think I left when I was like 12 to go to Forest Lake, which wasn't far. Mm. Um, but, you know, it was a great suburb. I had heaps of friends on every corner of my fence and families, and I went to school there. And but the only problem is I think the stigma was there with Anala. And I think when you left, you sort of went, you, you sort of noticed what you probably didn't notice before, like, you know, all the drugs, and we used to live next to a creek in a major park, so we heard lots of different things over the years, and for us, it just became normal. Mm. But unfortunately, the stigma is there for Anala, but there's so many, you know, houses and um, families that, that, that are still there that yeah. have been there for ages, and, you know, they still love Anala. But I think, unfortunately for Anala, it's that stigma, and I think it comes with every suburb. It's just, you know, I think it's the label, mm. unfortunately. So... Mm. I think that's yeah. why the mayor was so annoyed. He's like, this doesn't do anything to help us sti- the stigma by doing the show. Yeah. yeah. Anonymous joins us. Hi. Hi. What do you think um, about Struggle Street? I'm a housing commission officer, mm-hmm. and to kick someone out of a public housing property is a lot harder than what the show makes it out to be. Like, the process to evict someone is so hard. Like, our job is to sustain their tenancies and give them a long-term home. Mm. Yeah. So it upsets me to, like, you know, see that. Like, we work with the tenants throughout their whole tenancy and then it's the court's decision to decide whether to evict them or not, not actually, like, the public housing, Mm. which upsets me a lot because we work... You know, the people that are in Housing Commission are the most in need Queenslanders and Australians. Like, 
Oh, it just yeah, right. Me so, so you see, seeing that, you're like, no, no, no. We we do the opposite. We work with them to try and keep them in the house. So seeing that's not true representation. Yeah, and we put them in contacts with supports. We yeah, help right. them find other properties and everything like that. So, mm. and housing commission is everywhere, all over Ipswich, all over Brisbane. Like, and Anala is not what you know the show's making it out to be at all mm. compared to the suburbs we have. So, have you you do you deal with families in housing commission in Anala? Yes, yes. And what are those interactions like? They all want to stay, sustain their tenancy. They all want supports in place. Like, it's multicultural, but it's not what the show's made it out to be at all. Mm, okay. Mm, interesting. Thank you. And lastly, from Anala, we have Susan. What do you think about it, Susan? Oh, I'm just disgusted. I think it's a lot of crap. Um, I myself have lived in Anala for over 10 years. My husband's been there for 46. His parents migrated from Germany and lived in camps before they could get a house. Mm. Hey, Susan, sorry to, sorry to cut you off. Can it's you just, just step muffled. to the left for us, please, and that'll fix your I'm phone reception? To the left. <laughs> Is that any better? Yeah, yes. it's a, a little, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just disgusted because I get shit every day from people I work with because of where I live. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's not true. We're surrounded by beautiful neighbours in housing commission, Vietnamese, white, African. Mm. I live in a beautiful, quiet street. My husband and I work full-time jobs. And it's just, it's just crap mm. Mm. to get that pinned on us just because of our postcode. I pay more for insurance. Mm. It's, it's a joke. Mm. Especially when you, it's right what you were saying, Maddie, before. You can go to any suburb and you can find a family. Though. Exactly. You, even in the city, you know, just because you pay more there, mm. there's people getting up to no good. Uh, well, yep. Yeah, thank you for calling through, Susan. No worries. Thanks so much. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This is a pool party. Pool party. Yes. Pool party. Win a pool at Stav, Abby and Matt's pool party. Don't stop the party. This is exciting because nothing makes you feel brilliant then when you get an invite to a party it says it's a pool party bring your swimmers Woo! it's two weeks away and you look down and you go mm, this body ain't ready but i don't care it doesn't matter it's a pool party we're gonna have fun and we're gonna give away a brand new pool on the day you just have to score yourself an invite to come along yeah, to win that at classic pools at logan lee um if you don't get yourself a, an, a, an official invite you can come along on the morning yeah, still just, yeah come for a swim mm. yep um, but you've got to listen out for Pablo to get the official invite to win the pool. Win the pool, yeah. exactly. I just, it's, I hear Pablo's voice and I just find it mesmerising and I get confused with everything. So if you heard him, 13, when, 10, 60. When you hear his voice, yes. Like, do you get that funny feeling of, I know he's attractive? Oh, tall, dark and handsome for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. you think, if he knocked on my door... Yeah. You, I, I would like say, it, I don't have a pool, but come in. It fills yeah. me with feelings of confusion. Yeah. 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 Is like, he going to be there? I don't know. We should get him to come. Of course. He should be cleaning the pools the whole time. <laughs> he should. Of course he should. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to win, <laughs> <laughs> you're just win the pool up from Slice Creek. Brittany, you're coming along. Hey, thank you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Did you just buy a house? I did. I just bought my first house with my partner. Oh, Ooh. congratulations. And now you can't afford anything else. Oh, we're like halfway through the bathroom, so we're trying to get a paycheck, so that's perfect. It is. If you get a pool, you won't need to worry about the bathroom. You just bathe out there every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. Clean shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, congratulations. Next Friday, you have a chance to win this brand new pool, uh, and anyone can come along. It's all thanks to Classic Pools at Logan Lee, the same spot where we did Stav's uh, Whirlpool Test. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, keep listening out all day today after 9. Rach and Brad have your chance to win. It is on the way. But first... We end the show. Getting things off our chest. Like this morning... I was being super organised. I put the washing on the night before and I had it there in the morning to hang out. So I went and hung it out this morning. Mm. I didn't check the weather app. I don't know why I didn't do that. Mm. It's going to be raining all day today. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. I always check weather apps. Do you? And that one time... The one time I didn't. Uh. Remotes. Mm-hmm. So many remotes. For the TV, for the Apple TV. You got two TVs? I've got four TVs. She doesn't know what an Apple TV is. Oh, you know what an Apple TV is? Okay, so Apple TV is a little thing that you plug into your actual TV. Oh, it's not like so a separate TV. Go online. Uh, no, but they call it Apple me. TV. Okay. But Foxtel, Telstra TV. You guys don't like talking, do you? No, I, I live alone, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Roller door remotes, though. Uh, you lose one of them. Mm. Especially when you rent, that's going to cost you like 250 bucks. Uh. We lost one of ours. I ordered a new one. Last night, the old one turned up. Uh. Oh, always away. Uh. So now I'm going to try and return the other one. But I think I've done my money. Thanks. But no thanks. So, much like Abby, I did not check the weather app. So I have ridden in on my scooter in the relative dry. Mm. It was beautiful this morning. There was no side of rain this morning. Mm. So I did not pack my slicks. What's his slicks? My wet weather gear. Oh, yeah. It's his helmet with an umbrella on top. I'm really learning a lot (laughs) during these things. (laughs) He just pulls a little lever and it goes... That's good. Colour. I don't even... I go, 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 gadget umbrella. (laughs) Oh, good one. And it just... Sometimes I do it in the house, which is unlucky. (laughs) So I will be riding home, getting home, drook it. I'll give you a lift. You want a lift? But then I have to leave my scooter here. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't fix every problem. Well, then he he can pick you up the next morning. Oh, perfect. You're riding in tomorrow? We'll dink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand on the pegs at the back. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Good time. Good time. Or on the handlebars, precarious. Yes. But got you where you needed to go. <laughs> Thanks, but no. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. All right, there we go. We're done. Podcast is sorted. The cognac has been drunk. The cigars have been cigared. <laughs> because I'm not sure if it's legal to say smoked. It did anyway. Uh, yeah, but not, you know, yeah. it's not all together. Mm-hmm. Does anyone like looking at photos of themselves? Sorry, I know that I just, we have to choose photos for next year mm. for, for our, our publicity a, thing. And they've shoot. given us over 400 photos for me to look through. Mm. And I'm not trying to be like modest or whatever. I just don't, I find it very hard to pick photos of yourself because you're like, eh, you find it easy, don't you? Uh, I don't mind looking at photos of myself. Yeah, I can't stand it. It's not, it's a, so I don't, no, it's not a self-esteem issue. I just don't. Personally, I think um, the marketing chicks are taking the piss by sending 500 photos to you and saying, can you pick them out? Mm. 
Don't you reckon there should have been like someone should have given you a short list? Sort of culling. Unless there was like 6,000 photos that mm. culled it down to that. We were there for a while. How about we choose each other's photos? But mm. we can do that. Mm-hmm. Photo shoots. I hate the photo shoots though. Yeah, I hate I hate photos. Especially shoots. when they're like, do something different, look sexy at me, and you're like, yeah. I don't. What, your version of sexy might not be my version. No, <laughs> definitely no. That's because I say that. I go, I'm being sexy. They go, you look yeah, like no. you're having a stroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But they, the other thing is, do they go? Okay, we want them to be natural. Yes. So nothing crazy. No, but none of mm. these are natural. Yeah, Give jump. us a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Come on, point at the camera. Yeah, jump. Yeah. Now lean down with your hips. No, I swear that angle looks totally fine. Mm-hmm. You looked good though. It's, you know. Thank you. I did try my best that day. <laughs> no, you liked it. I could tell. You enjoy them. I don't mind them. You did a, you did a good job. Mm. You were on. Were you happy with the results? I haven't looked. I won't bother looking. <clears throat> oh, I think you should look after our calendar. Remember, you were the only one that cared about what photo got in the calendar. Yes. And for I'm the trade chat. calendar. I learned that lesson, so I shall not be looking at my, yeah. at my But that was because he's in, he'd flexed the bicep pretty no, sweet in that one. No, because of the other one, was I looked like I, a goofball. Is, is, the, is that stuff, the guy with the bicep on the calendar? Just the one bicep. <laughs> he never skips bicep day. He <laughs> <laughs> can't. You can't. You can't. You, you know you got to remember though. You got to mix up bicep day because mm-hmm. if you go the one arm mm-hmm. every bicep day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're doing the one arm. Yeah, Popeye. Popeye had both arms. Yeah, but one was bigger. You would think. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Which one was it? No, they were both the same size. No, I thought there was one. I, I think he had one that was because he used to hold thing. Olive with one, and then the other one he'd show off. Mm. Both of his arms were the same size. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not You're not entering discussion. this debate? Uh, it's not a debate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now get to your fucking room. <laughs> All right, have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.